Welcome to the chaotic crossover fun that is Memento at Oblivisir, a game of forgetful heroes. My name is Raven, my pronouns are they, them, and I will be your DM. Well, no one wanted to be next. Um, I am uh, Rob L. Um, I pronouns are he, him, and I'm playing Elsa, a, uh, a female Eladrin. Sorry. Uh, I, yes, I am Shinite. I am playing the Akora Cooker. A Cooker. Paladin. And uh, my pronouns are he, him. Lior, I use he, they, they pronouns, and I'm going to be playing Han, your fearful rogue. Alright, and before we play, um, every week, um, I have a list of questions that I came up with to help us get to know our players, and I put it through a random number generator, and so... Um, this question is, what class are you most reluctant to play, or which would be the most opposite of your personality? So for me, the class I'm most reluctant to play is the Artificer, um, because of the way you have to flavor your um, spells as technology. Um, it just I just um, am a little nervous to do that, and... Uh, ironically, maybe as a DM, I worry that I'm not creative enough. Um, maybe, I wouldn't say it's the most opposite of my personality, because I probably would be some sort of like wizard or mad scientist if I were um, a D&D character, but I would say probably a cleric, maybe. Um... I, I consider myself, like, a lazy pagan, <laughs> um, but I'm not particularly religious, so I don't see myself um, using um, my, my spells and being powered um, by a god or patron. So, I, I guess for me that's probably the most opposite, and I've only played a cleric once, so I'm not, I'm not 100%, but yeah. I can go next because I have an answer. Um, I am most reluctant to play a wizard. I have read through most of the pages on D&D Beyond and mostly all of the class pages on D&D Beyond. And uh, as I was reading through the, uh, the wizard page, I got a headache. It was so confusing. There was so much reading going on. It, a lot of the stuff about like copying down uh, spells into your spell book, it was very confusing to me. Um, so yeah, I'm not rushing to play a wizard anytime soon. Even though like in real life I am very much a bookish nerd. It's just sort of it, it seems really complicated. <laughs> I'll go next. I'm Shinite. I would not, or most opposite from me would be a bard, um, for the sheer fact that 
you know, musically talented is certainly far from what I am. Uh, as well as just being as opening and 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 uh, charismatic, I guess you would say, um, as a bard should be. Maybe not all bards are, but they should be. Um, I'm certainly not, you know, afraid of people who are afraid to talk to people, but it's just not, I'm just not as outgoing when it comes to just being open in a, in a public uh, forum kind of thing and being able to either play an instrument or speak or do anything in that matter. So that would certainly be um, the class that I just, I, I just have trouble playing. Yeah. Um, this is Rob. Uh, I, I, I definitely identify uh, with the bar characteristics, but I'm going with rogue right now because um, sometimes I can be, you know, I'm, I'm thinking about like a rogue in terms of like, you know, somebody who's, you know, stealthy or uh, something like that. And um, I'm kind of a natural klutz. Like I bump into things and I'm always expecting to fall. Um, so I feel like, uh, I don't know if that's quite personality or just <laughs> my own physical uh, awkwardness at times. Um, so yeah, I feel like I would not, be a very good rogue without like some serious training <laughs> i should have said rogue too uh for the opposite because i will like trip over flat surfaces i'm also very clumsy but I, first of all i am playing a rogue but um i i don't really make noise when i walk so it's i sneak up on people really easily when i do not need to just by sheer like I'm pretty light-footed. I know I'd be the one that just would try to be stealthy. Like, you know, you're you're in some foreign environment. Now it'd just be like knocking the vase over and there'd be a loud crash or something. Like that would... <laughs> I'd roll one all the time, I think. I've just never had balance once in my life. <laughs> well, I'm a pretty big person, so I, I tend to hit things and do things as well. But um, to... To the idea of being able to do that or, or playing that is uh, very much so on. All right. So um, for an inspiration point, who wants to do the recap for what happened last session? I feel like I'm at a disadvantage because I wasn't here. <laughs> Not me. Um, well, I, I'll, I'll do it. Um, um, I mean, it's been a few weeks, but um, I know um, we we made it back to um, uh, was it is it Glinda? Is that her name? I can't remember. Is her castle? Yeah, Glinda. Glinda, and uh, we got some rest, and we uh, got some potions and stuff. But then this last week. Uh, we were told that we were going to go into the arena and basically fight each other. And, um, which all sounded, you know, well and good. Um, but, um, uh, Tiana was just, oh, Bubbles, I should say. Uh, Bubbles was just kicking our butts. Um, she, I forget, I know she changed into 
a dire wolf at one point. I forget what she changed to before. I forgot to write that down, but, um, but her being able to change into other creatures and then gain additional hit points for that, um, felt like a little bit of an unfair advantage. Uh, she was flying, um, and, uh, Elsa, um, uh, almost got, uh, knocked out three times, uh, but just by the sheer fact of running away, um, uh, ended up uh, just a little bit better than um, than Steve did. Uh, so Steve died three times first, and then uh, Elsa <laughs> shortly thereafter. Um, and so Bubbles uh, easily won, I would say. Um, and then she received a uh, Bubble Blaster, um, which I forget which... Uh, uh, what exactly that gave her, and we got some gold, and then we got to choose a feat. Um, and then something happened. I think it was some. Uh, let's see, my notes say Melandi. Melandi Ol. Um, which I think was a witch. Um, uh, and my notes are a little sparse here. Something about arrived via flying house and killed the wicked witch of the east so i didn't take the greatest notes that time but um i think otherwise before the arena uh i know uh, elsa was having some problems um possibly turning into a uh looks like to be a were raven and i forget who else was it um it was steve it was steve who also having the same thing. So I know there's an undercurrent of um, a little bit of worry about how we're going to remove what we think is a curse. Um, and knowing that um, the uh, um, the nearest place that we know that we could do it, um, which was the, uh, whatchamacallit, what's the city called? The Emerald City? Is it the Emerald City? Yes. Or do we call it something else? The Emerald City. Emerald City is like at least uh, I think it was at least a week away uh, walking or whatever so I think um, that was the only other thing was that we have this condition that we need to figure out what to do with and then I think otherwise I don't know that we really know what our next steps are going to be all right. and that's all I remember all right uh, Steve, round right? of applause everybody Take an inspiration <laughs> point. Um, so um, I would say um, this fight in the arena was um, you each were given this device that looked like a little pixel heart and you got three lives um, to use in the arena and whoever either had the most lives at the end or defeated the most people uh, was going to win this prize which was Tiana and um uh after t uh, after Bubbles won um one of Glinda's messengers Melandiel um who I believe is a sea elf um showed up and announced that the Wicked Witch of the East had been killed by this new young witch and her familiar who had arrived in Oz via flying house and had crushed uh, the Wicked Witch under the house. Yeah, I'll take the reins on this one. I don't know what I'm doing. 
um, um, I, I just know that we were planning to go see whoever could could do the healing. Uh, I know we specifically asked to be pointed in a direction, and we were supposed to be going, taking the yellow brick road, maybe. Yeah. So at some point, once you reach the Emerald City, you're supposed to meet up with a um, lycanthropy expert called Clegane, who is supposed to have a, a look at you two. The ancient tome flips next to a page that reads Book 3, Journey Through the Land of Oz, and we fade into our next scene. News spreads quickly around Quadling Land of the Wicked Witch's demise. Feasts and festivals were proposed in honor of her death, and the Quadlings were quick to celebrate the passing of such a fearsome enemy. My dears, I always forget just how much you have forgotten. The Wicked Witch of the East and her sister, the Wicked Witch of the West, have long been allies of Maleficent and have vowed to help one another in their conquest of the world. The Witch of the East ruled Munchkin Land with an iron fist for many decades, keeping the Munchkins and their beautiful country hostage to her whims. They are largely peaceful farming folks, and with no inherent magics of their own, they have not been able to fend her off. That is, until now. This new witch, whomever she may be, has done Oz a great service this day and us in her quest to defeat Maleficent. With one less powerful ally on her side, Maleficent will need to take time to regroup and rethink before coming after us. My dears, I must ask two things of you, and this shall be your final test before I send you to find your objects of great power. The first, with the wicked witch gone, perhaps we shall be able to claim an artifact of great importance in her possession, her ruby slippers. You see, they possess great magics themselves and cannot be forcibly taken off until after the user's death. I hope we should arrive before either this young witch or the wicked witch's sister is able to put them on and use them for their own purposes. The second, you must help me assess this young witch and her familiar to see if they pose any great threat to Oz. Befriend her if you can, defeat her if you must. Now, will you accompany me to Munchkinland? Absolutely. Absolutely. Let me just laugh about this for a second, because <laughs> I just got it in my head that, like, what if Dorothy's evil? <laughs> that made me laugh a lot. Sorry, I'm back. Could be, could be. Anything. Yeah, sure, let's go for it. Um, yeah, sure, let's do it. I'm looking, you know, the the, the idea of, of getting weapons to defeat uh, and evil is what drives me, so I'm all for it. Let's go. And where where is Munchkinland in relation to the Emerald City? Uh, it's, like, it's Quadling Land. Isn't Quadling it? Land. <laughs> so let's we're, see. we're going to the Munchkins, right? Is yeah. that um, all right? In Quadling so, Land, yeah. Yeah. So Quadling Land is to the north, and Munchkin Land is. Uh, to the north of the Emerald City, and Munchkinland is to the east. And the Emerald City is kind of in the middle of Oz. I love this legally distinct thing we got going on. It is one of my favorite parts about being on this podcast. <laughs> so, um... Hey, who's going to lead the way? So Glinda is going to take you to Munchkinland um, in her bubble. So you're, you're gonna... Never traveled by bubble okay. before? Oh, to have a bubble. 
if the if Quadling land is a red land, then Munchkin land is a blue one. It is largely fields and farmlands with a few humble cities and towns scattered around. The buildings are much smaller and colorful than those in Quadling. And Glinda explains that the native peoples of these lands, the Munchkins, are mostly gnomes, halflings, and dwarfs. So, um, with encounters, because um, the Wizard of Oz is not the most um, action-heavy story, um, especially um, the movie, the way I have done encounters is that uh, we'll still be rolling just a flat d20, but I have everything except for one will lead to an encounter. Um, so if you roll a nat 20, um, nothing happens, you just go through normally, but, um, 1 through 19, something's gonna happen. Oh. This so is, is that like, is that like, I'm sorry, is that like one person rolling for the group? Is that what? Or do we take doing? turns? Uh, when I tested it out with my library group, I just, uh, had everybody take turns. Okay. So, um, whoever wants to oh. roll. Sounds good to me. Should we roll initiative to see who rolls first? <laughs> if you want. <laughs> I was mostly joking. I'll go first. Is this so flat? Oh, I already right? rolled 14. I'm sorry. I already rolled oh. 14. <laughs> I don't know I, why I can't I, hear. I, 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 I put it up on roll 20. Yeah. I keep forgetting that was my roll 20. Give me a second. I wrote dead next to my character because <laughs> I died. And I never put it back. I saw that. I mean, it's like you're not I was dead. looking at it like, wait a minute, why am I dead? dead. <laughs> I was wondering about that. I'd forgotten yeah, that. Dude. Was that just you were at like zero hit points or? I was just be, uh, being silly and I must have marked, like, marked my character as a character. <laughs> all right. So I guess we all got in the bubble and we're, something's going to happen. Is that? Yeah. As you, as you, as you journey. Um, okay. So, or, all right. Uh, if we're going with the 14 or are we still rolling um, initiative for that? Oh, we'll go with 14. Yeah. Okay. Let me see, what did I have for the 14? As you are drifting through the air, um, you, you kind of um, lower, um, Glinda's bubble kind of lowers down towards the ground a little bit. Um, she seems to be looking to see, um, if she is near enough to land when suddenly, um, across the way you see these creatures, um, they are, they look kind of like saber-toothed tigers. But um, Glinda gasps and she says, "Oh my! It's it's the Kalidas. There are 
Let me see, how many should I give you? Because I did do this encounter with other group. Uh, we'll say there are two of them. There are two Kalitas. They are blocking the way, and as they see you, um, they bound up to you, and they are going to attempt to um, break into the bubble. Can they get in this thing? Are we are we secure? We have defenses. My dears, the bubble. Bucky, are you with me? The Bucky is at alert. He he squeaks. He kind of does a little salute, and he steps on your shoulder, and he squeaks. My dears, the bubble is mostly warded against magical attacks. We are much, much more vulnerable to um, non-magical attack. I have an idea, and it might be a stupid one. Um, could they hear me through the bubble? Yes, they can hear you through the bubble. I'm gonna try <laughs> with Speech of Beasts and Leaf, which is an amazing for old trait. I can communicate with them. And they can understand my words, but I can't understand them if they try to speak to me. Okay. So I am going to say, hey, it's okay. I mean, you no harm. We're just, we're just passing through. They they still kind of growl and hiss. Um, I can make a I can make a persuasion check. Okay. Um, I don't have that bonus, but I do have advantage because I have advantage on all charisma checks to influence beast plants administration. Okay. Um, and I will tell you, persuasion is not something you're proficient in. Okay, that's fine. I still got a dirty twenty. So the the creatures they seem like maybe they weren't as um, interested in you inside of the ball as they were the ball itself. But um, they see there's some creatures in there, and they're going about their way. They're um. They're very intrigued to see a. They seem intrigued to see a fear bog in um, this close to Munchkinland, and they maybe um, you get the impression that they maybe have a sort of reverence for the fear bogs, and so they listen to you. They kind of nod. And they bound out of the way. On stands up a little shirt, like, well, don't you look at that. Well done. See? Always have a plan. There we go. Let's keep going. All right. Step out of the bubble. You start to um, get into... How do I want to phrase it? You start to get closer to the city, and um, you see a very strange sight. This house kind of 
in the middle of a plaza and you arrive on the scene just in time to see the door to this house open. Um, this human girl, she looks about 14, steps out and looks around. She has brown hair and pigtails, a blue and white checkered dress, and a kind of an anxious face. She's carrying a small dog in the basket. As you get closer, you hear the girl say, A feeling we're not Kansas anymore. We must be over the rainbow. She stares in awe as your bubble floats down beside her. Glinda takes a moment to gather her surroundings, and then confidently walks towards the girl. Um, she, she hops out the bubble first, and asks simply, Are you a good witch or a bad witch? The girl looks flustered by the question. Who? Me? I, I'm not a witch at all. I'm Dorothy Gale from Kansas. So, um... So everybody but, well, no, I guess Steve, um, you are the only one who recognizes the name Kansas, and it is a country from the continent that you are from. Um, you mostly associate it with farming, vast fields of grain, and tornadoes. Oh, oh. So, from Kansas? I, I, I know Kansas. Um, yeah, that's that's part of the, the land I'm, I'm from. Um, what happened to you? Are you okay? Are you hurt? You feel okay? You just kind of stepped out of a broken house. Well you, well, you see, mister, there was this tornado, and me and my dog were in the house when it happened, and it sort of flew my house up into it, and we landed here. And that's all I know. Hey, that's strange, but considering my day and what's been happening with us, I'm sure that's not the strangest things that happened here. So, right, we gotta get a plan together. Um, we're going to the city, which I believe is pretty close. Um, you know, do you need any help? Do you need us? Do you do you want to travel? I mean, are you okay? We're here to we're here to support you and and, and help you any way we can. I, I'm just a little overwhelmed. I don't I don't know where I am, and and I and I've just been asked if I'm a witch, and I thought all witches were um ugly. No, dear. Only some witches are ugly. It's it's just a, a person by person thing, my darling. That's it's it. Now, if you're not the witch, what of that? And she points to Dorothy's dog. Who, Toto? That's no. Toto's my dog. Well, I'm a little muddled. A messenger called me here to Munchkinland because a new witch dropped a house on the Wicked Witch of the East. And there's the house. Here you are. And those legs are all that's left of the Wicked Witch. Glinda points to the house with her staff, and you see a pair of legs with black and white striped stockings and red slippers sticking out from underneath it. Dorothy gasps in horror, seemingly shocked anyone would accuse her of such a thing. And so, Glinda continues, the Munchkins want to know, are you a good witch or a bad witch? And and so, um, before Dorothy can can answer further, um, you hear a series of high pitched giggles. Um, they seem very nervous, very excited, but they seem to be coming from all around. 
What was that? The girl squeaks. The munchkins, they are the native people of this land, and you are a national heroine in their eyes. They're laughing because I'm a witch, Glenda of the North. Well, I don't think she's a witch. Um, she seems like a regular girl to me. I don't see much uh, from what she is. But that, did you say that person, that thing that's under that house, that's a witch? Yes. That, this is what must have happened to to the Witch of the East. A house. That is the most, a most peculiar way to, to end someone. I, I didn't, I didn't end her. I, I just, I, I crashed here. I'm gathering it was an accident. Yes. Yeah, yes, like, like the, the tall furry one said. Um, I, I didn't catch your name. Um, it, it was an accident. I, I just, I just, I landed here. I, I don't know where I am. I'm certainly not anywhere near home, near Kansas. Oh, well, uh, um, pardon me, I'm sorry. Um, I am Steve. This is my little friend, Bucky. Um, you, you, you met Glenda here. She's the good witch of the North. Um, you have Elsa and Han. Uh, we, we're travelers as well. We, we, we came here, um, well, in, in a, in a bubble, apparently. So, like I said, I can understand your, your confusion. We'll figure everything out. We'll put together a plan. We'll, we'll figure, we'll, we'll get it straightened out. Yes, my, my dear, um, we should be able to help you get home. Um, there, there is, however, um, someone who might, um, shall we say not be so happy about the witch's death. Well, somebody died. Why, why would anyone be happy? Well, you see, my dear, she was quite evil. She ruled over this land with with cruelty and impunity. She she was not well beloved by the Munchkins. And and taking that as their cue, like ninjas, the Munchkins appear almost from thin air. Um, some begin bowing, others sing and dance. They offer a tour of a city, a bus made in Dorothy's honor in the Hall of Fame, a key to the city, but before she can accept or decline their offers, a dark cloud of smoke bursts forth from nowhere, and out comes a green woman in a black dress and hat, holding a broomstick. At first glance, you might think it was Maleficent back to fight you again, but this woman resembles a much more stereotypical witch, the kind of witch the girl Dorothy seemed to be expecting. God, this is gonna be interesting. The woman in black looks to the house, and the witch of the east's feet grimly, tossing her broomstick from hand to hand. Upon seeing her, the munchkins' faces immediately go slack, all traces of joy drained away. They they fall to the ground before her, bowing. The woman turns from the house and glares menacingly at Glinda, Dorothy, and the party. Who killed my sister? Who killed the Witch of the East? Was it you? She slams her broom onto the ground with each word before pointing furiously at Dorothy. 
It's in that moment that you realize this must be the Wicked Witch of the West Glinda told you about on the way to Munchkinland. Dorothy looks on the verge of tears. Leave her alone, Glinda says. You stay out of this. I'm here for vengeance. You killed her, didn't you, my pretty? The witch shoves Glinda aside and grabs Dorothy by the wrist. N no, it, it was an accident. I didn't mean to hurt anyone, honest. Oh, you poor thing. An accident, you say? Well, I can cause accidents, too. The witch raises her broom as if to cast a spell or curse upon Dorothy. Get behind me. Munchkins, get, get, get back, get back. I told my sword. Guys, I was gonna guys. Shed. Go El Elsa, Elsa backs of, away in... Uh, go ahead. First of all, we no one, no one killed your sister. She... The, the house. The house killed... Just, like, it just came out of nowhere it's not anyone's fault it was just you see it's an accident we are not here to hurt anyone we are just here to move, move on about our day these little people are are, are, are not a not a not a threat but you do need to leave dorothy alone and i'm supposed to believe you bird boy <laughs> i think not the witch um sees um just um sees you trying to attempt to attack her and she is going to cast she is going so to um cast um magic missile and throw a dart each at um the party so one for each of you what is she doing i'm sorry i couldn't hear you uh she is casting magic missile at the party and she's throwing um one dart each at han steve and elsa probably couldn't acrobatics my way out of it <laughs> i know legally in like D, D rules i can't i couldn't but i get it Uh, okay, so the first one hits Steve for three damage. Well, actually, I guess that would be four damage because it's one, it's, um, uh, 1d4 plus one. So four damage, um, to Steve. The next one does, um, five damage to Han. And the last one also does... Um, five damage to Elsa. So she kind of stands there and, and laughs and she says, My quarrel is not yet with you goody-goodies. Perhaps later. God, you suck. So while all that's going on, Elsa was backing away uh, and remembering that there was a magical object to grab and is going to attempt to get the uh, ruby slippers. Okay. Um, let's see. Uh, what is... I'm going to say make a stealth check against the witch's uh, perception check. Let me see. I have. I do have a stat thing for her. But let me find it first. Okay. Um... Roll a 
let's say roll a sleight of hand against her perception. I am not skilled in that. So we'll we'll see how as, she did. As you mentioned. Yeah, and I don't know how stealthy I was trying to be in this versus so trying to take advantage of the opportunity. She got a 15 and her perception is plus 6, so she got a 21. And so she saw you trying to um, grab them. Those belong to me. Those were my sister's shoes. And they belong to me now. How dare you well, touch take... them? Oh, well, then take them and take your sister and go away. As you said, we have no quarrel with you. We are only here to help. <laughs> oh, I'll get the slippers all right. So she makes her way towards the house, when suddenly the slippers disappear, leaving only the striped stockings. What the fuck? The ruby slippers! What have you done with them? Give them to me, or I'll... So, Glinda um, has used um, your attempt to do this as sort of a distraction. So, while that was happening, Glinda pointed her staff at Dorothy, and then slippers back at Dorothy... And then the slippers have appeared on Dorothy's feet. So, so Dorothy just, just gasps when she realizes what Glinda's done. It's, it's too late. There they are, and there they'll stay. The Wicked Witch turns once again to Dorothy. Give me back my slippers. I'm the only one alive that knows how to use them. They're of no use to me. Give them back to me. Give them back. My dear, keep tight inside of them. Their magic must be very powerful indeed if she wants them so badly, Glinda warns the girl. You stay out of this, Glinda, or you're next, the Wicked Witch seethes. Glinda merely laughs. Rubbish. You have no true power outside of Winkyland, Elphaba. Leave now before someone drops a house on you too. Fine, but I'll bide my time. I grow stronger by the hour. As for you, dearest Glinda, it's true I can't take care of you here now as I'd like. But stay out of my way. The Wicked Witch, Elphaba, turns to Dorothy. I'll get you, my pretty, and your little dog, too. So she... she That's really creepy. <laughs> so she, she cackles, she walks backwards, and she disappears into smoke and fire. Well, that was a lot. I was just curious about those slippers, but, you know... Probably Dorothy should get them, I guess. Apparently they're really magical. Yeah. Yes. I, I'm not fully certain of all of the shoe's capabilities, but I do know that we must not let the Wicked Witch have them. Because I, know, I at least know that they are powerful enough that they should not fall into the wrong hands. My dear... I'm afraid you've made a rather bad enemy of the Wicked Witch of the West. The sooner you get out of Oz, the better. Remember, never take those slippers off your feet, lest you be at the Wicked Witch's mercy. Linda turns to the party. My champions, this is where you come in. You must escort Dorothy across the yellow brick road and take her to the Wizard of Oz in the Emerald City. He will know how to help her find her way home. Do not let the witch have those slippers at any cost. Do you understand me? You have my word. We will, we will do our best, but she does pack a 
punch. Yeah, we can take her if we're better prepared. Yes, we need to get those those weapons um, of of mass destruction, magical yeah. power. Yeah, some some magical objects would be helpful right about now. I, I'm I'm pretty sure once we you know get there and we get those things, we can we can take her. Sure. Yes. Let's go. Yeah, I mean the Emerald City is a city, right? They gotta have decent shops. All right. Uh, Sounds we, like we have a plan. We 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 swear an oath to protect Dorothy. I mean, I do. Uh, protect Dorothy and uh, get her with. I mean, I didn't swear an oath, but I'll do it anyway. Yeah, I mean, I gotta deal with this wear thing, so you know, sure, let's go do it. Thank you. Right now, this is this is our most important task. You must you must protect her. So she she conjures her bubble once again, and she floats away back. Um, you assume towards um, Quadling Land. Um. So um, in um this Munchkin City. Um, there are a few places where you can, um, buy some extra potions and equipment. Um, there's not a lot, but, um, you could get some basic gear if you needed to before you left. I think I, I'm, I'm good. I think I stocked up right before we left the first location. Yeah, I think, uh... I picked up three potions of healing, so I think I'm good. Same, same here. So yeah, let, let's yeah. as soon as you guys are ready, let's do this. Yes. Yeah, All right. So Han, Han, you good? Everybody's good. Good. Bucky, you good? Everybody's good. We're good, Steve. Let's go. Okay. Okay. So, so the Munchkins lead you to the start of the Yellow Brick Road, and they're all just um, chanting, "Follow the, follow the, follow the Yellow Brick Road." And and they're just exclaiming about how wonderful this Wizard of Oz is. Um, so as you get started, um, it is time to roll for encounters again. I'll do it this time. Okay. Sounds good. Which day twenty? Got a sixteen. All right, sixteen. So um. As you're walking along, um, you find um, this nice little beach um, along the road, and there is this woman um, sitting on the shore, or at least at first you think it's a woman, but you see that um, she has a tail, a fish tail. And she doesn't look like she wants to be there right now. Do you guys see this woman over here? I mean, I think I do. Is it a woman? I, I can't tell. I just see some long hair. I mean, why is there a beach here? Should there be a beach here? I've learned to stop asking questions about the nature of this place. <laughs> I, I agree. I This place has been throwing me for... A loop every turn, so I am just going with the flow. So let's do. We want to find out if that person's hurt or needs needs help or medical attention. 
Yes, no. Check. Do we want do we want to go over? Yeah, I'm on I'm on the fence on this one. Um I feel like we can't trust our eyes. And so if we do approach, we should be extremely cautious. Maybe have our weapons I, ready. I feel like this isn't necessary, but I want to find out. I my character sheet is very empty. Um I'm gonna try to do an insight check. Okay. I don't have that. Um... Yeah, let me look. Um, so you are proficient with insight. Ooh, that doesn't help. It might help. It doesn't. I rolled really poorly. <laughs> um, yeah, I got an eleven altogether, but I like having that information now. Uh, so this this fish woman seems like um, she she needs help. Um, she looks like maybe she's stuck. Yeah, she she certainly looks like she's either stuck or having some a bad time. So I'm I'm gonna go check. I'm gonna go see see what's going on. You guys are welcome to be behind me or or whatever. But I'm I'm curious. I'll like go up with Steve, but I'm gonna keep my distance. Yeah, I'll take the rear. But you know, well, I think we should stick together. With, you know as much as possible and yeah. i'm assuming we want dorothy probably even behind me yes yeah. certainly let's keep those give those lines i'll go up all right uh, dorothy, excuse me. me are are you okay oh thank goodness i'm so glad someone finally showed up i have been i washed up on this beach like four hours ago and i haven't been able to get unstuck if you help me if you help me back into the sea, um, I, I might have an item that might be useful for you. I have a bad feeling about this. Sorry, I had to say it at some point. <laughs> uh, I don't I don't need anything, but I'd be happy to help you get back to where you need to go. Yeah, I'm, uh, are you, not, I'm not looking for a reward either. So if you need help, we'll help. You know, we're just happy to go on our way, I think. I send out a reward, but I'll help. I I insist. Like I, you don't know, like how 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 awful it is to be a mermaid and to be out of the ocean for this long. I am turning into a fish stick. My skin is drying up and it's cracking. I I do not like this. Okay. Um. Well, let's get you where you need to go. So, um, is she caught in a net? Um, she's, she's just kind of, um, she's, like, beached like a whale. Like, she's, she's, she's stuck. Like caught she's caught in a rock. She's not, she's not close okay. enough to the water to get back in. Oh, okay, okay. So, can we... So just, like, pick we, her up. Can we, yeah, can we get together and pick her up and carry her to the water? Uh, carry it to the water, you could make a strength check and see if you can't help get her out of there. Well, that should definitely be me. I give the help action. Okay, yeah, you can give the help action. Or do it at the advantage then. 14. So she's a little heavier than she looks, um, but you are able to um, pick her up and um carry her to the edge of the water okay we're close to the water now here um can can you just kind of push down there 
yeah, I, I think I have it now. Thank you so much. Um, I have, and she has this, um, seashell pouch. And, um, she pulls something out from it that is, um, seemingly far too large to come out from a little pouch that's small. But she, um, gives you this trident. And let me put the description in chat. So it is called Trident, the Trident of Deep Water. So what the, the Trident of Deep Water does, it is 1D, for our listeners, um, it's 1D6 piercing. It's a martial melee weapon that requires attunement. And it does the cold of the depth, it has the cold of the depths, uh, which is an additional 1D8 cold damage on a hit. Um, in, in addition to um, the um, 1d6 piercing. And it has the fate of the ocean, which on a critical hit, the target's long still with water that cannot be expelled for one minute, and they are forced to experience the fate of a doomed sailor. Creatures that cannot breathe water begin suffocating. Creatures that can breathe water are forced to hold their breath for the duration. So she gives this to the party, she thanks you, and she swims away. Wow, that uh, went off well, way it? better than I was expecting. Yeah, uh, good deeds, see, good deeds. I know they normally don't go unpunished, but we are doing our thing. <laughs> Star, well, Star, wicked happened in my brain. Well, you two should just flip for it because that doesn't really. I can't use it. Help me at all. Oh no, I, I believe it's better for you than I anyone think it's else. For you. <laughs> oh, for me. Yeah. Uh, no, for Steve. Oh, for Steve. Yeah. For me, it doesn't. It, it doesn't. Make... I'm doing it completely in a game mechanics way. Neither of us can use martial weapons, or at least we don't oh. have proficiency in them. That's a good point. Yeah, then it is. Then that's fine. I will be happy to take this gift for a good deed. And you guys getting thank you. Yeah, I mean, it might not be the most useful to you but i feel like you earned it because you were you know you were sort of wanting to help from the very beginning strong man <laughs> thanks it will come in handy in in our in our travels and our battles i'm sure so i i'm very very honored thank you bucky seems very excited about the situation too <laughs> he's always excited to to see cool new magical items I'm translating this to actual Sebastian Stan Bucky, and I think it's very funny. <laughs> I'm imagining it. Anyway, how we keep going. So after a ways, you reach a crossroads going left and right. To the right is a field with a scarecrow on a pole. As you're wondering which way you should head, a voice says, That way is very nice. You turn towards the voice and see nothing but the scarecrow, who seems to be pointing right. Um, Dorothy's dog, um, who you know is called Toto, uh, begins barking and jumping at the scarecrow. Well, Elsa's still suspicious and wants to know if, you know, is this uh, legit or not? You know, is this somebody who's throwing us off the, the, the wrong way? Don't be silly, Toto. Scarecrows don't. Dorothy starts to say, but she looks in astonishment as the scarecrow moves before your very eyes and points left. 
It's pleasant down that way, too, it says, then crosses its arms, pointing in both directions. Of course, people do go both ways. And it kind of winks. And Dorothy is just kind of, uh, just staring, but she's just, um, she says, You did say something, didn't you? And, and so it kind of, it shakes its head, and then it nods. Are you doing that on purpose, or can't you make up your mind? That's the trouble. I can't make up my mind. I haven't got a brain. Only straw. How can you talk if you haven't got a brain? I don't know, but some people without brains do an awful lot of talking, don't they? And it grins. That's the worst thing that there are worse things to have in your head than straw. Maybe so, but it sure feels weird with, without without a brain up in there. So you have no brains. You're talking. Okay. Everybody seeing this, or is it just me? I mean, I know strange things happen here, but I'm having trouble dealing with this. I honestly, at this point, I've kind of given up on trying to understand what's going on. Elsa's magic creatures before into existence, so this is nothing new to her. Well, I, I mean, I am a bird, so at the end of the day, <laughs> yeah. let's. Okay, so what seems to be your problem, other than? not having brains. Oh, well, you see, it's very tedious being stuck here all day with a long pole up your back. And he kind of points, and you see that he's, um, that it's nailed to this pole. There's, like, two nails in there, and they're in there kind of deep. Oh, so you need help getting down? Yes. Okay. Okay. Um, do you think we can get him down um pretty sure he's not that heavy um maybe we can twist the nail uh you can do a dex check to try to remove the nail um there's two nails okay who's best suited for this job not me okay i will give it a whirl i'm not very Usually get in my own way, but I will uh we'll give it a go. Unless Han, you wanna take this? What is this? I'm sorry, I've again having problems here. You uh have to twist a nail by using some some um the dex, dex yeah. sort of flexibility slash Alright, yeah. The oh, yeah. nailed up there and it needs help getting down. Yeah, I'll help. What and am I doing? I don't want to take it. Uh, so there's two nails, so make a dex check for both nails. Just flat dex? Uh, yeah, just, uh, add your dex modifier, just roll a d20 uh, and add your dex mod. So that is... There. 16 for one. Okay, so that one, um, it comes out pretty easily. And 18 for the other. And yeah, that one, um, uh, you pull that one out with, um, relative ease. The scarecrow, um, tumbles off the pole, um, drunkenly. Um, it tries to stand up, falls again, all the while spilling straw everywhere. Thank you, I thought I, I thought I was gonna be stuck up there forever. Don't mention it. Well, it, it kind of, uh, runs around and attempts to, to pick up some of the straw and, um, 
and, and stuff it back in, into its um, torso. Did so I do you have a, a name? Well, I, maybe I did at one point, but now I'm just a scarecrow. Did I scare you? Not me so much. None of us are crows. Steve's an eagle, but the rest of us. Sorry about that. That's an audio bubble. It's okay. Oh, I can't scare anyone. Especially not those birds. They come for miles around just to eat in my field and laugh in my face. I'm a failure. It's like the farmer said. This is all because I haven't got a brain. I feel like your ability to be a scarecrow isn't really affected by a lack of a brain. I think it might be the farmer's fault. That you're not as scary. Just well, putting it out there. Well, yeah, I mean, he's the one who built me. Exactly. If it makes you feel any better, back in cons, it's all the scare. All the crows would be scared of a talking scarecrow. Yes. <laughs> Real? Really? What's his cons like? Well, it's it's farmlands, just like around here. It, it's not. Well, it's a lot different, but it's not too different um, in that way. But, well, it, it it's certainly not as magical as here. You don't have magic where you come from? N- none, none that I know about. Well, that's just plumb strange. Y- y- you want a brain so bad. Um, what would you do with it? Why, I could hatch so many wonderful ideas and schemes. I could solve riddles. Become the next great philosopher. If only I had a brain, I'd use it to solve so many, many of Oz's troubles. If you need help getting a brain, maybe you could come to us with come to the Emerald City with us. I'm headed there to see a wizard. He's supposed to help me get home to Kansas. That's where I'm from, you see. We're here to protect her, uh, to make sure she gets where she needs to go, and fight any trouble that comes along so if you need to come with us to i guess get brain um then please feel free if that's okay with the rest of the party yeah sure can you do anything else can you fight well i can i can fight a little bit i i I have some training um and and i'm a a little handy with animals can't scare them too good but they don't seem to mind me none all right sure i guess if you want to come along, let's let's do this. Well, thank you. What so do you think, Don? Keep, keep in mind, might have a bit of an issue with fire. Oh, fire! Well, oof. I mean, if this if this fella really could get me a brain, uh, I I don't I, I think I could brave any fire. Well, that's good because there's been a few um, witches or evil sorcerers um, coming about so we hope that uh, we keep keep them at bay and get to where we're going but it may get it may get a little hairy and you might have to get in a defense position protect yourself and you know watch out for some fire I don't mind I'd do just about anything for a brain well then I um, guess we're going yep do we know which direction we're going? Party together and move on. Um, so yeah, the the scarecrow um, tells you that um, that um, while there's kind of a fork in the road, 
it seems like they meet behind this grove of trees. So either way you go, it goes to the same direction. It's just there's kind of a detour around this um, grove of trees. Left or right? Which way are we going? Are we already at the crossroad when we got to the um, scarecrow? Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, then let's keep going that way. All right, so um, the scarecrow um, just kind of. Since they, they just kind of detour around the grove of trees, uh, Scarecrow just picks the path, starts walking down it. Dorothy um, kind of walks up to him, and they they walk hand in hand down the yellow brick road. And they seem to be humming and singing about seeing the wizard, and they're both um, very excited. Um, Dorothy... Um, because she's never seen a wizard, and she would really like to get home. And um, the scarecrow just so excited to get those brains. <laughs> and it is um, time for encounters again. All right, it's my turn. Out of six. Okay, six. That's one that um, you might see the effects of later. So you can uh, keep on going. Um, oh, okay. So we're moving along? Okay. Yeah. Moving right um, along. Yeah. So that one kind of depends on something, but you may or may not see that later. Um but nothing right now. Um, so it is at this point in your journey around noon and you reach a beautiful and vibrant apple orchard with apples that gleam as brightly as Glynis Palace. You were all struck by the apples' beauty, but none more so than Dorothy, who immediately runs to pick an apple off the tree. However, as soon as she does, the tree takes the apple back from her and slaps her hand. Ouch! Hey! she exclaims. What do you think you're doing? The tree snaps. We've been walking a long ways, and I was hungry, and, and... She was hungry. She Sorry, wrong voice. She was hungry? <laughs> well, how would you like it if someone came along and picked something off of use? Uh, I'm sorry, I keep forgetting I'm not in Kansas. Back home, trees... Trees... The scarecrow takes her hand and tries to tug her away. Come along, all. You don't want any of those apples. What do you mean they don't want any of those apples? What are you implying about my apples, huh? Too good for your little ragtag team of misfit toys, tree glares. Oh no, it's- And yeah, that was unnecessary. <laughs> oh no, it's just they don't like apples with little green worms, the scarecrow says smugly. Oh, I'll give you little green worms, all right. Gentle tree, show them how we get apples in Oz. So, um, the trees are going to- um attack um so roll initiative it does make sense i do i do feel like they would protect themselves with apples yeah i mean i get it so let's see there are three of them and are they attacking by throwing the apples at us or are they coming at us like melee um i mean technically they're just kind of surging towards you 
So you don't know quite what attacks they have just yet. Okay, um, what did Han roll? Uh, dirty 20. Okay. So, um... Scarecrow also got a 20 with a nat 20. Um, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say the Han has better decks than the Scarecrow, however. Um, yeah, um, Han, you're up first. Alright, so, um, they're charging at me, right? Yep. Alright, can I get up to one of them reasonably within my speed? I would say yes. Okay, I'm gonna do that rapier out and just go for it. Alright. I fully I fully expect not to be able to hit because it's a tree, but you know, we gotta try. Um that's a twenty one to hit. That hits. Oh my god. Um that was max damage. It's eleven. Alright. Eleven Um I'm gonna use my bonus action to disengage. Okay. That is my turn. Alright. So it is um the scarecrow's turn now. He is it is going to cast Hunter's Mark on the first uh, tree that you hit. So let me see Hunter's Mark. So um, Hunter's Mark for the folks at home. Um, you choose a creature you see within range and mystically mark it as your quarry. Until the spell ends you deal an extra 1d6 damage to this target whenever you hit it with a weapon attack and you have advantage on any wisdom uh, perception or wisdom survival checks that you make to find it. The target drops to zero hit points before the spell ends. You can use a bonus action on a subsequent turn of your target of yours to mark a new creature. So it lasts up to an hour. It is a bonus action. So the scarecrow is going to um, go again uh, with an attack. It has a short sword. So it's going to hit the tree with a short sword. Yeah, I'm thinking that does not hit, but let me see what the strength. Yeah, that's a 12 total that does not hit. So it is uh, one of the tree's turns. Um, it saw the scarecrow try and fail to hit it. So it is going to uh, make uh two slam attacks against the scarecrow uh first one misses i think yeah i don't i think the scarecrow's armor class is higher than 12. just barely just barely misses the scarecrow and or its second attack still going for the scarecrow it rolls a 15 which does hit. So Scarecrow takes um, 16 damage. 
Oh, Scarecrow is uh, not looking so hot now after taking 16 damage. And then it is another tree's turn. And this one is going to... This one is going to throw a rock at Dorothy. Hey, why don't you pick on someone your own size? Well, maybe if this one didn't start stealing our apples. It was a mistake. She's not from Magic Place. But it kind of just... Um... Ignores that, and <laughs> it's, yeah. uh, it missed Dorothy, um, and it is Dorothy's turn now. So she is going to cast Eldritch Blast at the tree that just tried to hit her. So plus her spell bonus. That is an 18, which does hit. And so the tree takes six damage. And it is Steve's turn. Hey, see, now, now you're going to be fighting somebody who's ready for you. Come on. Here we go. I'm going to pull out my trusty trident. I just got and see what the sucker can do. Go to swing at one of the trees. I, I don't. Okay. Roll a ten. I'm not sure why the seven is there. The ten does not hit. Okay. And as a bonus action, I'm going to cast Sanctuary on the Scarecrow. Okay. Um, for the listeners at home, what does that do? Uh, you ward a creature within range against attack. Until the spell ends, the creature who targets the warded creature with an attack or harmful spell must first make a wisdom saving throw. On a failed save, the creature must choose a new target or lose the attack or spell. The spell doesn't protect the warded creature from area effects, such as explosions or fireballs. Okay. Um, it is Elsa's turn. All right. Um, is Dorothy, like, more in the back of things? Like, I feel a little protective of her. Um, um so I'm... I would say, um, she kind of was one of the first people into the, uh, apple orchard. Her and the scarecrow are probably up front. Okay. Well, that's not good. Um, so then uh, I am going to, with the one that's most damaged, I'm going to cast Magic Missile on it. Okay. Well, I believe that is an auto hit. Yes. All right. So it does five damage. And when it says three darts, is that five times three, or is that five total? Um, uh... How does that work? I would... Uh, usually what happens is that you roll three times, one for each dart, so so roll, okay. th- so roll twice more. Oh, lucky rolls. So 15 damage between all three. Alright, yeah. It is looking bloodied. Well, I guess sappy, because it's a tree. <laughs> yeah, otherwise just say, you know, Dorothy, come back, you know, um, if you can get back here, get back with me, and I'm gonna you know, stay back, 
let's say back up like 15 feet from the trees or from where we were together as a group and that'll be my turn all right um it is the final tree's turn um did not like that you went after its buddy um elsa so it is going to throw a rock at you and i think that is a 10 total so i'm guessing that does not hit uh that is my armor class oh meets it beats it oh that is uh... this might be a heavy hit <laughs> but i hope so that is yeah. quite a heavy hit <laughs> Twitter and ten. That's area of effect. Everyone's died. Yeah. <laughs> We're all new characters. Um. So it got an eight plus six. So you take fourteen damage. Ooh. Elsa's like not looking good at all. And it is back up to Han. Oh, it's just hit again. Huh? Is seventeen to hit? Uh, yeah, 17 would hit, yes. Alright, 8 damage. Uh, which, which one are you hitting? The, the one that's done, that hasn't taken any damage, the one that's taken very little damage, or the one that's bloodied? Uh, the, I figured I was just going for the one I had already hit. Okay. So... I'm assuming, I'm assuming that's the bloodied one. Yes, yeah. Mm. Alright, so, you said 8? Eight, yeah. All right, yeah. Okay, awesome. So it is the very injured one's turn. Um, sees that you have hit it again, Han. And oh. it is going to make a multi attack. Did the scarecrow go, or was it down? Uh. Oh, yeah. I I skipped the scarecrow. How did I do that? Um, yeah. Uh, Scarecrow's turn next, yes. So, it, um, is going to, um, use its short sword on the one it cast Hunter's Mark on. That just barely misses. Um, I think that's, yeah, that's a 15 total. That barely misses. Does not hit. So it is um, that one's turn going to go after Han. It's going to um, do a, attempt to do a multi-attack where it will try to slam you twice. So roll to 10. Uh, nope. Plus, I think total that is uh, 17. Oh, yeah, then yes. Okay. And then it rolled a 12. On the die. Uh, so it's plus seven and the five. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So. Wait, it rolled. Wait, wait a second. If it was 12 total, then it didn't hit. Okay. It was 12 total. Yeah, 12 okay, total. Okay, it didn't hit. So it is going to. My brain is all over the place today. I'm very sorry. It's got. Uh, it did 15 damage. I am not looking hot. So it is now the slightly injured one's turn. It is going to throw a rock at Steve. Got a 23 to hit. Doesn't hit. 23 doesn't hit? 
Nope, not since my feats and stuff doesn't okay. hit. I got 24. All right, so 23 doesn't hit. It is Steve's turn. No, wait, it's Dorothy's turn. Dorothy is going to... Um, or, Dorothy, please understand if you are hurt in any way or you feel like you, you're going to take damage, if you don't attack, my spell should help you. If you do attack, my spell will leave. Well, sir, it keeps hitting my new friends. I can't just I, I can't just stand by and, and watch that happen. You do have a point there. I do understand and respect that. So she's going to Eldritch Blast um, that middle one. She got... I don't think she has a plus eight. So I don't think that'll hit. No, that does not... Her Eldritch Blast misses. And it is Steve's turn. Okay, because she didn't do any damage officially, she it doesn't count. She doesn't she doesn't lose it. She would have had to do damage on the spell. It says she would have to cause damage to the creature. Okay. What a creature makes an attack so that it affects an enemy or what it deals down or deals. Well it didn't affect it, it was a miss, so I don't know how you want to read that. That's a deal. Anyway, um so Steve pulls swings his, his trident around again and says uh, we've got another chance at me, huh? Here we go. Literally, literally, literally. So that looks like it was an at one then. It was. Okay, so um, I'm going to say either you can injure yourself with it or you can injure Dorothy. Because I'm gonna say I will, I will injure myself. It's fine. <laughs> okay. So let's see. It was. Oh, I'm gonna say that it just does the one d six piercing. Okay. So um, roll a d six to see how much damage it did. Four damage. All right. So you take four damage. And damage. I gotta damage myself. It is Elsa's turn. Still, still my turn. Oh, sorry. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> uh, so for a bonus action, I will attack with my shield. I will swing my shield and see if I hit. Not likely with a seven. Give me. Yep, that misses. Okay, and I move on. Done. Okay. Um, it is Elsa's turn. So, question. Um, could I target them, the three trees, in a cone without impacting anybody else? I'm going to say um, Dorothy's still pretty close to them. She's pretty close. Um. Well, are the other two, um, could I hit the other, the, the slightly damaged and the other one uh, in a cone? I would say yes, you probably, they're all, the three trees are pretty close to each other. Okay. Um, so if I can't aim it at the first one because I'm going to hit Dorothy, then I'm going to cast uh, Rhymes Binding Ice on the other two. Um, 
and that's a um, that's a con fourteen save for those two trees. Okay. And if you want, I'll describe the spell. Yeah. Uh, tell me about the spell. A burst of cold energy emanates uh, in a thirty foot cone. Each creature must make a con uh, saving throw. On a failed save, they take 3d8 cold damage and are hindered by ice for a minute um, or until another creature within reach of it uses an action to break away the ice. A creature hindered by ice has its speed reduced to zero. Um, On a successful save, a creature takes half damage and isn't hindered by ice. Okay. Uh, Okay, first one. So that one got a seven. And the second one, I got a 13. So you got both of them. All right. So how much damage are they taking? They each take 13 cold damage. All right. And they're hindered by ice. And their speed is zero. Okay. Um, so it is... Um... The one is bloodied, and the other one is um, about there. Um, so the third one is going to um, hit Elsa, because she just did that. So it is going to attempt to do a slam attack. Can it slam attack because I moved 15 feet back? Let me see what's the range. If not, just throw a rock. Yeah. Um looks like no. Um it will have to throw a rock then. Um it got a nat twenty plus five. Elsa's down. Well, let's um see how much damage that does. Uh, I'm going to nerf well, them slightly because I feel like they've been doing too much damage. I don't think they in my other group um, had as much trouble. Um, maybe I nerfed them better you, then or something. You holes. So like, I'm going to say it like just does I... 1d10 plus 6 extra. Well, no, let's... We'll just say 1d10 plus 3. So 13 plus... Um, so that did 21 damage. She's down. What's her total... Actually, no, never mind. It probably wouldn't automatically kill you. It is back up to Han. Oh, God. <laughs> he is clinging on to life, folks. Oh, man. What's going on? That's a dirty 20. All right, that hits. Which one are you? Are you hitting one, two, or three? The same one I've been hitting. Okay. Do I have an ally within five feet? I should have asked that before. Um. Yeah, I would say um most of you are pretty close together. Uh, just Dorothy and the Scarecrow are a little bit ahead of a little bit ahead of everyone else. Okay. I I got sneak attack. Ooh, that's good sneak attack damage. 16 damage. So that one explodes into a pile of splinters and sap, and it leaves a couple apples behind, but it is destroyed. Shows you, asshole. 
And it is now. Great work. Let's let's keep them keep going. It's now the scarecrow's turn. Um, scarecrow is going to um, hunter's mark the second one, and it's going to attempt to hit it with its short sword. Come on, scarecrow. It's missed this whole time, I think. You know, he has pretty good strength. 11. <laughs> Scarecrow misses. So it's the middle one's turn. It is going to go after Steve. I'm gonna try to um, hit Steve with a rock. Bucky, watch out. Incoming. Bucky darts um, off of your shoulders and into one of your pockets. <laughs> so that got a 13 to hit, which I'm guessing does not hit. Does not hit. Um, it is Dorothy's turn. Uh, Dorothy, once again, Eldritch Blast. Going to attempt to hit that uh, middle one that just Apparently Dorothy hit. is a good witch. I guess. So that is a, oh, a badass yeah. twenty-four <laughs> to hit. So that definitely hits. So that one takes eight damage, and it is Steve's turn. Okay, I will cast um, lay of hands on Elsa. Okay. Um. So I can uh, get the hit points up and bring them back to life. Do that, yeah. Yeah, go for yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. That also cures disease and death. So okay. So I'm gonna cast lay hands on Elsa for five points. So we have five points of damage, uh, five health points, and then back up. All right, um, Elsa, you're back up. Um... She's looking pretty haggard still, but she yeah. she says thanks, thanks, thanks. That uh, <laughs> that, that hurt. Okay. Is that the end of your turn? Uh, no, 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 I'm going to do my bonus action, uh, which is a shield attack. Okay. And hopefully it uh, on the next damaged one. All right. I rolled a n. Does not hit. Okay, moving on. You uh, guys are lucky. It is Elsa's turn. All right. Um, this is the last. I mean, I'm assuming since the first one was gone, that still two and three are, I can hit them again in a cone. Yes. All right. So I am going to cast Rhymes Binding Ice on them again, uh, which is the con 14 save. Okay. So that one got a 13 and that got a 21. Okay, so number two took 13 damage. That one um, explodes into splinters and ice and sap and apples. Thank God. Um, and then the other one, so the other one, the other one I think it was still stuck from before, right? It was, yeah. it, it didn't take an action to break away the ice no. from the last turn. Mm -mm. Okay, okay, so that one is still hindered. Okay. 
So, but it only took takes half damage. Yeah, so it would take seven. Um, it was thirteen total, so uh, six. It, it's a, uh, usually with that you round up, um, so oh, you okay. don't do half. Right. So seven. So it is officially bloodied, and so it's that one's turn. It's gonna um, throw a rock at the scarecrow, so it has to make a whiz save first. Mm -hmm. Uh, rolled a nat one. So, I'm gonna say, since it's a whiz save, it kind of just freezes up instead of hitting the scarecrow and is kind of confused about what it was gonna do. And it does nothing. So, it is back up to Han. Alright. Um,. I'm going to focus my attacks on the one that's next closest to death. So there's just one left. Oh, there is just one left. I I heard that, and I understood it, and I still forgot. <laughs> that's fine. Focus your attacks on this one. I can't seem to hit it. Since, since we're this close to the end of the combat, I should put it out there. I only have one hit point left. So, my I've been kind of focused on that and only listening to see if I would get murdered. Um, I That's got fair. an 18. 18 hits. Yeah. Sneak attack. Ooh! Oh, I rolled so well! <laughs> What'd you get? Uh, I need to count. Fingers and toes. I'm sorry, I keep counting it up and make sure I did the math. <laughs> Right. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Right. That's 22 damage. So that one also explodes um, into splinters and sap, and there's some apples left behind. And um, there are some other trees in the grove, but none of them look like they want to mess with you. Um, they kind of, they kind of um, waddle, uh, move back. And just kind of step out of your way. And yeah, that's that right. is the end of combat. Ooh, good job, guys. Can someone help me, please? And, like, not because he actually lost the hit point, but just for flavor, he just... Han just fully faints. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can pass lay of hands for five points. Yeah, that, that works. Elsa goes up to Dorothy and says, before you touch, ask. Always ask for consent. <laughs> I'm sorry, I, di I didn't know the trees were alive here, or I would have. My, my aunt, she taught me better than that. To be honest with you, I think everything's alive here, so I wouldn't take any chance. So, uh, Dorothy, you said you're not a witch, but you cast Eldridge Blast. Is that the slippers what what happened here i don't know i just i felt a surge of power after after that nice witch uh glinda i think her name was after she she gave me the shoes so um maybe she she lent me some of her power they did say those slippers were powerful so any anything we can get it's all about that offense and defense all right um, and because that was, um, 
Such such a big fight. Um, everybody level up to four. Ooh. Ooh, oh my. I thought things were hard earlier. Now now you're gonna make me learn new things. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's another feat or ASI if you want. It just boosts our deck score. It's nothing big. Yeah. Oh, I love these numbers. Oh gosh, I have a new cantrip to try to add here. Hmm. Yeah, I'm done. I didn't really have much of a, a huge increase there. Oh, yeah, um, I already did mine. I'm gonna put it on like my physical character stuff later. All I had was an ability score for them. Same. Well, if it's okay with you all, I'm gonna figure out my feet later because I'm overwhelmed by options. Are we doing a feed it for? Um, I mean, you just, can... didn't we just do one at three? You can choose. Um, that's part of the like rules as they were rules as written that at certain levels you can either do an ability score improvement or a feat. Yeah, I just added in um, the extra feat thing because I thought it might be fun. Um, it's just oh, I got uh, you. Okay, it's just kind yeah, of no, I'm doing I'm doing okay. the ability improvement. All right, I think I'm good for now. All right. Um, so what did everybody pick, um, for the, for the people at home? Uh, I went with an ability score on strength, uh, one strength, one, uh, dexterity. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, I, uh, this is maybe narratively pretty boring, but, um, I also did an ASI. It's my dex upgrade, too. All right. So, um, I chose a couple additional spells, and then I'm still figuring out my feet, but, um, the, uh, the new, keeping in the theme here, um, let's see, uh, I chose, um, Snillix Snillball Swarm as my level two, and I picked what did I pick? I picked a uh, message as my cantrip. So, cool, cool, cool. We're ready. Uh, there's a little bit extra I could read, or we could leave things here, what, depending on what you all want to do. All right, maybe a little bit extra. Uh, I'm for you. If not, anybody wants to go, let me know. I don't think we should do too much game without Tiana. Is my only thing. I, I, I yeah, I defer uh, to DM on this on as well as far as um, assuming Tiana joins next time. I don't think we've mentioned this to the people at home, but Tiana just had a baby. Woo! Woo! <laughs> yes, absolutely, and uh, that would be why uh, she's not around as much. But we also had another person that was supposed to be joining as well. And uh, we'll find out if that's gonna continue. Yeah, fingers crossed. Yeah. So, so maybe next time we might have two more players uh, joining the party. Um, counting Tiana. I was gonna say that that would be good because uh, if there's any more killer trees out there, we're gonna need some more people. <laughs> All right. Um. So 
thanks everyone for playing and thanks everyone for listening um it would be super cool if you could hit um you know the um i want to say the like and subscribe buttons but it depends on whether you're listening to the (laughs) youtube version or the um podcast version but you know um follow us uh review us what have you it would be super cool and it would make it easier for the pod to get out there and for more people to listen cool 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 well thanks tam that was a lot of fun yeah it was great thanks Memento et Oblivisir, a game of forgetful heroes, was created by Raven Adams and is edited and DM'd by Raven Adams. Our wonderful players are Rob, Tiana, Lior, and Shy Knight, and this campaign was beta tested by Joey and Joseph.